I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live from coast to coast every night, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific time. Hopefully it will remain daylight savings time, but that's all up for a vote, I guess. But in the meantime, we're doing our best to give you the best radio out there. Glad to have you with us tonight. And remember, if you want to check us out online, go to Ground Zero. Dot radio groundzeromedia.org and also if you want to subscribe to our aftermath location it's a library it's a video library it's a documents library it's a show it's a place we listen to the shows and also science not science what am i saying uh you have uh, different uh, you have different places you can go to they're called study groups and you can go and learn from the greats like uh, bill cooper made brussel tracy twyman and others and they, plenty of other people can be joining our our little get-togethers that you can go in and learn from some of the greats that you hear on the show and some that you have heard and some of that have passed away. So check it out. It's Aftermath.media. We have a subscription price that will fit your budget, so check it out, Aftermath.media. I'm a science fiction guy. I love science fiction movies. I love science fiction TV shows. And back when I was a kid, I was a big fan of The Outer Limits and Twilight Zone. And the Outer Limits, and I, I've talked about this before because it, it, it's something that uh, till to, it, it's, still to this day it makes me feel kind of squeamish to talk about it. But one of the most terrifying, if not the most memorable episodes of The Outer Limits was a show entitled The Zanti Misfits. Now, the Zantis, they were aliens. They were, they were aliens that they looked like a six-inch hoagie bun with legs. And they had these human-like faces. They were like, remember Cootie back in the day? Back in the day when I was young, Cootie was not cute. Cootie was this ugly bug. And you'd make it, you know, it was a big plastic. My grandmother had the oldest version ever, and you made the ugly Cootie bugs. Not the not the ones that are like the cutesy ones, but they were really ugly-looking Cootie bugs. It kind of reminded me of the Cootie bugs. It was hoagie-sized, six-inch hoagie-sized human-looking type bugs. They had human faces. And when I first saw these, I, I thought of the... Biblical passage about the bugs from the bottomless pit crawling out and torment mankind. And back in 1975, uh, you know, I'm a big B-movie horror film nut as well. William Castle, if you don't know who he is, he's great. He did a show called The Tingler. Do you remember that? He always liked to enhance your movie experience, whether it be, you know, having a skeleton come down a, a zip wire or, uh, you know, in Tingler, they would, uh, they would basically uh, rig all the theater seats to have electricity going through the electric shock. We actually showed the tingler at a B horror fest in Utah at a, 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 the tower theater. And it was funny because we were going to rig the seats to be electric, you know, give them electric shock with a little car battery. Cause it teaches you how to do it. And we said that we were going to do it. It's going to be fun. And they didn't want to let us do it because of liability reasons. They said, well, we don't want people suing the theater if they get shocked. And we figured it's not going to be a big, bad shock. It's a little tingle in their seat. So we had to hire a bunch of uh, actors to come in, and uh, we'd play the sound effect of, a, of an arc going over the theater sound system, and then we'd have the actors like 
jump up as if they were being electrocuted. It was really, really stupid. But, you know, a lot of people got the idea. And so William Castle's Tingler was an interesting film. It was about this, like, creature that would crawl into the body. But he did this movie. Um, it, it was called Bug. I think it was one of the last films he did um, because he, he passed away after he did Bug. But in the film, this uh, an earthquake releases these mutant cockroaches that create fire by rubbing their legs together. And eventually most of the bugs die because they can't survive in the low air pressure on Earth's surface. But a scientist keeps one alive in a pressure chamber and he successfully breeds the cockroach with a modern bug creating a breed of intelligent flying superbugs. Now, I don't know about you, but <laughs> there's something unnerving about the words genetically modified bugs. Genetically modified bugs that can fly into your hair and then rub their legs together to start a fire. It's kind of like Flynn Steel is starting a fire. So the movie was based on the science fiction book, The uh, Hephaestus Plague, where a scientist genetically engineers a carbon-eating bug, each one capable of emitting a tiny flame, each one mysteriously incapable of of actually reproducing. So their swarm is relentless and unstoppable, leaving a wake of death, charred ruins, dead bodies. And so scientists have to struggle to destroy them before they destroy the Earth. Now, in 1997, I remember a movie, Guillermo del Toro did it. And, I, and, and once again, it, it solidifies my love of Guillermo del Toro. Uh, not just that, he's married to a, an old colleague of mine, actually, Kim Morgan, who they just recently did uh, the film uh, Nightmare Alley, which is an amazing film. Should get Best Picture. I think it's, it's a great film. But um, Guillermo del Toro, who, you know, apparently I didn't know that he did the direction of this film. It's called Mimic. And he's good at horror films. He's just really good at doing you know, really scary monster films. But I especially love this horror film because the story was about, again, genetically modified cockroaches. And in the film, there's a disease that's carried by a common cockroach. And it's killing children in Manhattan. And in order to stop the epidemic, an entomologist and her husband creates this mutant breed of an insect that secretes a fluid that kills the roaches. And, and this mutant breed called the Judas breed was engineered to die after one generation. But three years later, we find out that the species has survived and it's evolved into a large, gruesome monster that can mimic human form. Basically, the idea is this cockroach learned how to mimic or to uh, look like its predators, its enemies. So the form of this bug is this tall, walking, flying bug. Kind of looks like a man in black. Kind of looks like Mothman. And it attacks at will. And there's this huge colony of these upright walking bugs that look like, look like, like I said, men in black Mothman type characters. And they're all over the New York subway. So while all of these buggy examples are science fiction, uh, even Jeepers Creepers, have you ever seen that film? That, that, I kind of think that that creature is a bug because it's, it's like Mothman. I'm sure it was based on Mothman. Terrifying creature. But like I said, these are all these buggy ideas of science fiction, and there seems to be, well, there's a similar story that's brewing on a reality right now, and I want to kind of touch on it tonight. It'll be a little creepy, a little bit unsettling, but we're going to go forward anyway. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back.
You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.